Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Real Estate Confidant School. I am your host, Michael Razor, here in New York City. Hopefully, you're having a wonderful day. I will be back after a short break. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, and once again, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Confidant School. I am your host, Mike Razor, here in New York City, and hopefully you all are having an amazing day across the world. Today, the topic that I want to discuss is various aspects of real estate uh, development uh, through portfolio building, through being a real estate agent. Uh, through being an investor, it all depends on what you want to do. How do you want to do it? Wholesaling, retailing, reselling, tax liens, tax deeds, and redemption deeds. You have options to choose from, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get into this uh, with the quickness. So first off, hopefully you have a pen and a paper down and you're ready to go. Uh, The first thing I want to say, hey, newbie real estate professionals, welcome to the industry. Uh, Hopefully you you guys are uh, struggling because that's the expectation in the beginning. Um, If you guys thought it was going to be an easy ride after taking that exam, sorry for you, but that's not how it goes. Uh, But let's get into this. So we have various aspects of... Uh, real estate, of purchasing real estate, developing real estate. Uh, You can uh, do various things such like uh, sign a contract with a management company, a developer that is that uh, who who is willing to um, work with you on uh, the development of his new project, for example. Right. And in him uh, allowing you to do that nine times out of 10, uh, if you do well uh, with one property in terms of selling or leasing, whether it's commercial or residential, you will then be given other options. Um, Your other options will be to rent or sell more than one unit. I know some of you guys have uh, may have uh, watched <clears throat> Million Dollar Listings. If you're in the real estate industry, nine times out of ten, that's something that you like to do. Um, and they they discuss that uh, that aspect of real estate. Um, and you you guys have to excuse. I'm actually typing, so I'm multitasking right now. But I wanted to get this show on a road okay so um, all right so that's one way but that's more of an advanced uh, aspect usually unless you are an excellent sales person uh, where your pitching skills are a1 um, you probably won't that probably won't be your first round, uh, but uh, my suggestion is to keep on going, right? You never know 
who's watching, who's listening, you may have the opportunity uh, to grab a hold of that million dollar contract to <clears throat> to sell. Um, but the initial with that aspect is if you walk down uh, a block or a street, you see some development going on, depending upon where you live in, they have uh, posters up or, or boards up with uh, information on the construction company, on the contractors, on the developers. And you and usually there's a QR code. Uh, so you would put your, your smartphone uh a smartphone's camera to the QR code for the developer, and that usually would give you the website or download the information to the developer uh, who is uh, handling the building. Um, and then you would reach out, and the usually the assistant or the receptionist will answer, and then you explain to them who you are and the fact that you're interested in, in speaking with the individual, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, usually what would happen is they, they would tell you that they have a list already of people that um, that the, develop, uh, the developer works directly with. And if, uh, if needed, that uh, they'll reach out to you or you may have to fill out a form or something like that to move forward, okay? So it's, it's definitely a process and it's almost like the movie Wall Street, the first movie where, um, where Gordon Gekko's uh, secretary wouldn't allow uh, Charlie Sheen to, um, to get into the office and he had to like peruse his way through the building because he wouldn't, they wouldn't have even allowed him to get upstairs. Uh, so it's similar to that type of situation. Um, but it's all a process, it's a step-by-step uh, a process to get you to that next level. Let's move on. The next option would be uh, real estate investment trusts. So if you are someone who's interested in purchasing real estate, um, maybe developing uh, not developing a portfolio of properties, uh, something that you could put in a trust, something that you could hold for your family, uh, see residuals every year, that kind of thing. Uh, real estate investment trust is pretty good for you uh, to work with. And the reason I say that is because at the end of every year, you receive a check in the mail for the percentage of shares that you own in the properties uh, based on how many people own own shares of the property, et cetera, et cetera. Now, you may be able to buy uh, $500 worth of shares and it's $8 a share, that kind of thing. And in turn, uh, based on revenue, they'll uh, you will see uh, a, a certain percentage return on your investment. So that's, that's, <clears throat> I think that's the easiest way. And the first way to start out, if you, if your focus is purchasing real estate, uh, for a portfolio. Okay. Um, so that's, that's simple. And you could go to, to, uh, fundrise.com, 
Um, Jay Morrison, they always, they also have, <clears throat> they also have a real estate investment trust options. Some of you guys may not be um, aware of how the process works and the legalities behind it. I wouldn't worry about that as long as the company has the uh, legal documentation to move forward uh, from the, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the federal government, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so once once you realize that all that stuff is taken care of, they show you documentation, which usually they do online on a website and you'll be able to um, go ahead and take care of it. Um, so that's the easiest, uh, easiest way to go, uh, from my understanding, uh, and standpoint. Now, the next thing you should do, or another option that you have for that matter. Oh, one second. All right. Like I said, multitasking. Um... As you can see, this is one of those situations where I my time is limited and I have to not only get this done, I have to speak to you guys. I'm, I'm sending out emails to business businesses and various other things while I am in communication with you guys. All right. So the next thing we would do or the next option that you have. Uh, so, uh, first you have Fundrise and you have various other companies that you could invest in. Um, there's, there's apps that, that are out that allow you to do it, invest in shares and, and various other things. Uh, so that's the simplest way. And legally you can say, yes, I own this property. I own that property. And the reason being it's, it's just as, as, uh, you, you are just as important as Jay-Z is. Uh, when he purchased a percentage of the Brooklyn Nets, okay, and in the Barclays Center, so um, it's the same difference, okay. So don't think that when you buy into shares of various properties that it is less important. No, this is long term. This is family oriented. This is how you become wealthy, ladies and gentlemen. So understand that aspect of real estate. The other thing is, what you could do, obviously, is the Airbnb option. Um, there's various people who talk about the Airbnbs online, on websites. Um, I've gone ahead. I, I didn't use Airbnb. I didn't have to, but I've rented out my uh, my place several times um, and have and has and 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 my place has been renting very well. Um, so, and, and I'm talking about every time split, split option. Oh, I, I need to rent it out. I need extra cash or whatever. And it, it just works. Um, there's always somebody interested in renting, um, even in this COVID world that we're in right now. Um, so if you want more in, more insight on Airbnbs and, 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 and things like that, YouTube, Google, that kind of thing, people uh, who handle Airbnbs, um, 
they uh, they have YouTube channels sometimes, and sometimes they don't. All right, so let's move on. So the next thing, if you are a general real estate agent, for example, and you're interested in building your uh, portfolio, you or you just want to rent or sell and, and try to get it to the best possible option that you have, uh, then my suggestion is always uh, one thing and where, where and excuse me, the, um, the type of software that I used uh, when I first started out was called Realty uh, XM. I believe it's Realty XM or XL or something like that. Uh, and it allows you in one place to upload photos, uh, upload your ads and everything all in one place. And then you shoot those ads all the way out to the various uh, websites, uh, real estate websites and companies uh, that uh, present uh, real estate sales and rentals for availability. Uh, now you have the Wall Street Journal, you have the New York Times, you have uh, Zillow, Truya, um, what else? Uh, Street Easy, a whole bunch of different options uh, to choose from, and most of them are under one conglomerate. Because uh, I, at one point, I was uh, working on a, a a new app, a new project that would help to bring everything together. Um, and in that, I found out the API for all those companies under one, one roof, someone bought all of them out. Uh, so not sure if it's that way now, but that's the way that it was before. Um, okay. So you would do that. You would market yourself, present yourself and, um, make some cold calls. Uh, look, look online, look for, uh, for sale by owners, uh, look for, um, just, uh, real estate agents in general who are, uh, selling properties, uh, see if, uh, individuals in your office, um, are interested in working with you. Um, that way you have direct contact with specific people when you go to these open houses uh, on a daily basis or weekly weekend basis or however it is that you're doing it and um, and co-mingle, excuse me, not co-mingle and mingle, uh, converse with the individuals who come in, see what it is that they're looking for. Now, there's always... That thin line where if another real estate agent brought them to the office, uh, to the property to view, then you nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, those people signed a document saying that the exclusive agent uh, is that individual and, you know, that then it becomes a little bit of a tricky situation where now legally you should be presenting if if you close you should be presenting this information to the realtor that uh brought them to the office um and and then let them know that hey you have to call your uh clients because they just signed the documents they just gave me this and that money etc cetera, etc cetera. 
Okay, so though, you know, you have various options with regard to that. You could also do the cold call route, like I said before, where you uh, you find, you, you may be able to get a list of names uh, if you Google search, if you uh, for sale by owner, like I said, just go through the listings in general, Zillow, wherever in your neighborhood, walk around <clears throat> Uh, and see if you see for sale signs. You may see some some that say for sale by owner and, and some that don't. Uh, you may also go to foreclosure listings on Zillow. Um, you could also go to foreclosure.com, which uh, it, it's a, a, a membership service. But in that membership service, you pay to get the information of the people who, who are on the deed, who own the property, the numbers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then you could send out an email list. You could send out a mail list. You could um, just phone them and explain what your position is, that you are an agent at a specific company and that you notice that um, that you may that they mean may need help with their taxes, with paying their taxes. Uh, could we set a time up to discuss in person? And maybe for lunch or, or what have you. Um, now, when I when I did this, one second. When I uh, started this process, I would make uh, cold calls every day, every day, every day, till I got a till I, till I picked up a fish. The more calls you do, the better it is. No lunches, no nothing. Bring your lunch to the table because you're going to be on that phone. Um, And this way, because the easiest way uh, for you to get a close is if you are the seller's agent. If you are a buyer's agent, it usually takes way longer. So... Um, just want to be mindful of, want you guys to be mindful of that usually. Um, so when you, uh, set that appointment, when you speak to the people, you set the appointments up, make sure that you also are updating your ads, uh, as well, because what's going to end up happening is, uh, you'll be, it'll become a snowball effect. And when you begin to when you begin to get these options, what hap- uh, options? When you begin to get these appointments, what en- ends up happening is the uh, you you end up not having enough time to do your advertisements. So you then you know nine times out of ten would. Uh, hire someone to uh, to do them for you. Um, that way, you you can save time. If you have the money to do it, great. If not, then you're gonna be working doubly hard. Uh, okay, so uh, I you know I just it's just very important that um, that you understand that. Okay. Um, the other thing, one second, Doop. 
Um, the other thing is when once you get to the meeting place and you begin the process of um, and you begin the process of um, what's it called of pitching, make sure you have everything that you need to do the pitch. Make sure you have your business cards and all the things that you need to get to that next level with the person. Uh, And you guys have to come to a common agreement. Uh, A lot of times these people are looking for a certain price point. Um, Maybe their apartment is not sellable because of a specific reason, or maybe not. Maybe they just think, maybe they think they could just get a better deal if they sell on their own. Okay. So you, you have that option, okay? I'm not gonna go into deep detail about that, um, even though I did a little bit, but you have that option. You also have uh, the option as a developer or as an investor um, to purchase your own properties, redevelop them or rent them, just rent them out. Uh, and it's up to you how you wanna do it, but it's all based on the numbers. Uh, everything is all based on the numbers. So if you decide that what you want to do is is find properties that have equity in them already, uh, properties that are being sold at a lower price than what uh, what their appraisal is, then you this is a whole other beast. So in this aspect, you definitely want to do your numbers. You could go to biggerpockets.com forward slash calc. And they have a calculator available for you to do that. Okay. The other thing you could do is uh, you could Excel and create, uh, go to the Excel, an Excel sheet and create your own calculator. It's up to you. Um, So the most important thing in this, in this part is the numbers and the location. So you have to visit several locations you have to price everything. Look at the price point. You could go to rentometer.com. Rentometer.com will help you with the average rents in the neighborhood. Um, and I believe they also give you taxes and various other things as well. But if you decide you want to know the tax rate, you could go to the county clerk's website to find out what the tax rate for that the area is and do the appropriate calculations. Now remember, based off of size of the land, the plot of land, the property itself, it'll all determine um, um, how much you're gonna end up paying in the long run. Is the property redeveloped? Does it need work? Uh, Is there mold? Is is the the roof caving in? Or does the roof need repairs? Uh, individuals who are going uh, for FHA, for example, the newbies, um, understand that a lot of professionals in the industry are not used to working with developers or investors. So there's certain things you have to be abreast to uh, in order to uh, get the right the right uh, information. Okay. Uh, so you want to um, also. Uh, have a certain amount of money in your bank account 
uh, that's usually the first thing that these people ask. Oh, how much do you have in the bank? Um, um, and, and I'm referring to like mortgage brokers and, you know, you know, uh, actually, the first thing is probably what your credit score is, what type of property you're looking for. But what you're going to do is you're going to already have all that stuff together and ready for them. So these, you're going to have a, 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 a filled out document uh, from the uh, biggerpockets.com forward slash calc website. You're going to print that out or download it. When you download it, the information is going to the information. All the information needed is going to be on the paperwork that you're going to submit to the mortgage broker. You don't even have to say another word. I'm here to get a pre-approval. I have all the documents ready. I'm getting a multifamily, two to four unit property. This is the address. This is the location. What am, am I eligible for <clears throat> in terms of price, knowing that my rent roll for the two units, for example, and the storefront will be around $850 to $1,100 a month per, uh, per unit. And they'll calculate all that information for you, um, uh, even though the even though the document that you get from Bigger Pockets is already going to have that information because you're going to be the one to plug it in. But that's where the rental meter comes in. Rentalmeter.com comes in. They give you accurate uh, uh, rental um, information. So. This will also help when looking for the property, especially properties where the the broker or the agent says says that there's already people living in it. They're renting the units for this amount of money. This way, you know whether or not uh, it's going to go well, whether or not you need to evict individuals, whether or not. you know, you want to move a smooth transition through this process. Okay. Um, and the other thing is understand that people are people. And a lot of times you have, you'll have agents who represent sellers of properties that don't trust people. Uh, so from the gate, they, they, those types of people won't trust you no matter who you are. And then you have agents who undercut, who try to get around and slither around to get the best for their own personal opportunity. So you have to be, you have to be a bull, a bull when it comes to this type of business. That goes for being a regular real estate agent, a broker, uh, investor. It doesn't even matter. Okay. Um. So. You want to make sure all those things are in place when you are uh, shopping for your property. Two to four units, you're going to work on an FHA, um, right? And now you're going to have, and you probably have a few people, uh, especially the brokers, uh, uh, excuse me, mortgage brokers that say, oh, we don't usually uh, do the do FHAs right now, you know, it's stupid because, um, first of all, anybody that's a mortgage broker, don't tell your client that if somebody's coming to you, they trust you. Don't tell them that because that's, first of all, that's borderline illegal. 
That's borderline illegal. Don't tell the client that we really don't do this anymore. Because that tells the client something about you. Okay? And, and, and it's not right. It's not right for the people who are trying to build their portfolio, who, try, who are trying to build wealth in their family. It's not right. So take, uh, 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 whether the mortgage broker says that or not, understand that FHA has certain rules and guidelines for you and for the property at hand that you're trying to purchase. Okay, so based on your income, based on uh, the property and, and, and whether or not the property is uh, developed or not, uh, will depend on will will depend on whether or not you get the property, right? Uh, easiest way with FHA is to have a already developed property and good set and everything good to go, and you know the money's there. Boom. All right. Uh, but a lot of times there's, there's some need for a renovation of some sort, whether um, the step needs to be fixed or the basement has mold that needs to be fixed or the roof has a small thing or the glass is cracked and, you know, things like that. OK, so be mindful of that when you go into this process, because when I started, I didn't know. And I had I had, I had tax write offs. But I, there was a lot of money that I lost because one, because one, I ended up doing um, appraisals. I ended up having the uh, inspectors come, um, you know, and check everything. Uh, and on top of that, mind you, the uh, FHA inspectors have to come also to do inspections. So it has to be done twice. Okay, Uh, and then, um, you know, you find out what the appraisal is on the property. Uh, Most of that's done through the mortgage brokerage. They'll set up the schedule of times based on your time to go out and, you know, and do it or whatever. Uh, But understand that it's going to take some money and it's going to it may take some time. All right. Uh, once that goes through, um, you know, you, you have to wait for the underwriter to approve it, the bank or wherever you're getting the money from. And then you go to the signing closing table, everything notarized deed of transfer, uh, and all that stuff. Um, so that, I don't want to get more into it. I'm, I'm really passionate about this stuff. And, and sometimes uh, I'll go in and I'll go in too deep. Uh, so, but for the most part, that's the gist of it. You know, you have various ways of purchasing real estate. Okay. You could also be a silent partner where if you have enough money or you have good credit, you could... Uh, um, what's it called? You could apply for a uh, Home Depot card or a, a Lowe's or something like that that has, you know, a $10,000 limit on it or whatever. And the property owner who needs more money, who needs more development tools to finish the project will say, hey, 
I will add you to the deed of this property if you allow us to use the funds for the uh, uh, for Home Depot. Um, and you know now you have you are part owners in the property. Uh, you know my suggestion is is obviously from the legality standpoint, you want a real estate attorney to draw something up that'll. Uh, uh, work for the both of you guys um, if that's something else that you're interested in. Uh, so you have the option to do that. Um, and the last thing you you know is uh, um, tax liens, tax deeds, and redemption deeds, uh, which they usually sell in bulk. They have uh, tax lien sales, etc. And that's a whole other topic and monster to get ahead. But for the most part, um, for the most part, you go to these, uh, tax lien sales, um, auctions and, you know, you try to purchase a lot of times there's people there that have uh, already purchased the, the D, uh, the, the liens. So it's already done. They're just there to complete the process, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you have uh, various other options. You know, like I said, you could speak to the owners of the properties that own taxes on these properties, and you could get to negotiate with them. Um, now, in, as far as how the process works, like I said, it's a long process where um, now once you once you purchase the liens. Now you become basically you become the bank or you know whatever, and the people who own the property have to pay you, um, have to pay you instead of paying the other party that that owned the liens. Um, so, and then the, you know the tax deed and redemption deed has more to do with a similar but. Uh, the ownership of the property, the transference of the deed into your name or your in, your investment company's name. That's where redemption comes in at. Uh, you know, so if there's liens, if, you know, in the property, or, uh, the person isn't paying their, uh, their uh, taxes and so on and so forth, um, then you have the opportunity to redeem the property through a deed transfer, but the but there's a process that goes into that where you have to send out letters in the mail to the property owners, show proof that you sent those letters, and then you also have to send a letter to the county that the property is in uh, after a certain amount of time, letting them know that you've done that and nothing's come of it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Show proof. Um, and various other things. All right. So it's already been about 30 minutes in and I have to get going. So hopefully you guys have a wonderful day. If you have questions, feel free to ask. Um, and I'll be talking to you all soon. Have a good day.